Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. It is Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. A story running on heraldlive.co.za this past week which attracted a lot of reaction read as follows. Richmond Hill beset by crime. Fearing for the safety of their guests and staff, several popular restaurants have moved out of the once trendy suburb. One of the consequences of the crime pointed out by the story. It drew a lot of reaction from residents and various folk. One of those, the SRA, SRA standing for Special Rates Area, Richmond Hill SRA, member Ed Richardson. He joins us now. Ed, you felt a little unhappy with the picture that was painted of Richmond Hill. Thanks for joining us. Well, the picture is fake news. It's totally false. Um, we, we actually gave the statistics to the Hill uh, Weekend Post. Um, so let's actually look at the real statistics. Um, we look at the crime stats from the police. Um, and also what we gave um, was the um, minutes from the call meeting at our security company and also the um, police forum meeting, all of which showed that we actually don't feature uh, in terms of crime within the humid precinct. So has there been an increase in crime, Ed? None. The stats for August show zero house robberies and one business robbery in our area. There are three residential burglaries, one business burglary. Uh, burglary is where the thief enters the empty building and robbery is where burglars enter the home where someone's in it. Um, the stats were, were provided to the weekend post, uh, which chose to, to misquote our councillor Terry Sander, saying that house break-ins and incidents of violence were a daily occurrence. If we look again at the stats which were provided... There's zero carjackings, four thefts out of motor vehicles, and three robberies of people walking in the street. None of the thefts out of motor vehicles happened near the restaurants, most of them actually down the Governor Becky, and neither did the robberies. So in August, we had a grand total of 12 crimes. In Sector 3, which is humid in Summer Strand, there were 52 crimes reported, 28 of which were thefts out of motor vehicles. So all Richmond took 11% of the 107 crimes reported in the three sectors that fall under humid. So I don't know where the Weekend Post got the stats from that we're, we're written with crime and that uh, there's a huge increase in crime. We are going to be catching up with Ward 5 Councillor Terry Stunder in a little while as well and making yeah. sure we get her comment. But Ed, um, during the month of August, we of course had the high-profile horrific murder of Marilyn Schmidt in the yeah. Richmond Hill area. Perception becomes reality sometimes. Yes, the perception is, is something that we are fight against all the time and that's again where the weekend post so we didn't help because it's it's untrue um so so let's just look at the restaurants the, the new or relatively new restaurants in richmond hill we've got the stoop we've got nps a 24 lifestyle restaurant which was featured in the same weekend post paka restaurant she bar neighborhood bar and grill uh, barking gecko has reopened and we've got the one room music and comedy club in westbourne which has just secured a grant of 300,000 rand from the National Arts Council for artist development. So these are all thriving restaurants. They're all restaurants working in Richmond Hill and new new investment. Expanded, Bright's has expanded, Nolio has expanded, Gypsy Schwarm has expanded. Who left were Muse and Volotella, and they both left for very good financial economic reasons. And closed was Mamacitas, which is one on which um, a lot of the story was based. Um, They left under a bit of a cloud, in fact, a, a large cloud. Um, so I don't even count them. But let's just do the math. Um, two restaurants left for good business reasons. Bravos didn't mention that crime was a problem and, and um, News said that people thought there was crime as a problem but didn't have any incidents of crime that he, that he spoke about and that he was quoted on. 
so so yeah so the, statistically there's a 66% gain in the number of restaurants in Richmond Hill and the headline says Richmond that, that everybody's leaving can I just go back to the uh, crime stats that we're referring to? The official South African police crime stats, uh, you, you say it's under the Humewood Precinct, Richmond Hill has got, it doesn't even yeah. feature in terms of uh, the crime statistics. Is it true that yeah. there's been a, an increase in the last three or four months and violent crimes no. versus petty crimes? Do, do we have a stat? No. no, the statistics don't show either of that. We've got one murder, which is the first murder in about 30 years, according to the people who live here. Um, we don't have housebreakings. We don't have home invasions like they have in, in other suburbs. So those make news. There, there is no increase. There, there, there's no increase compared to any other suburb in, 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 in Port Elizabeth or in Kodafa. Um What we're sitting with is, is, is a vagrant problem, um, which the whole metro is sitting with because the municipality has done nothing to provide alternative homes for these people. Um, so you've got your vagrants and you're homeless. Um, and there's no increase that, that our stats can show us. So, so the, the, the article seemed to show that there was this massive increase. I walk my dog daily in, in, in the streets of Richmond Hill at 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't feel unsafe. There's other people walking to work. There's other people walking their dogs. We go to the restaurants. Um, there's no, I don't, we're not living in fear. In fact, as you say, the reaction um, was either from, from the residents was either disbelief or, or just writing off it as fake news or anger, which you might feel in my voice a little bit. The, the special rates area, the SRA, can you tell me a little bit yeah. more about that organization? Um, why does it exist? What do, you, uh, what do you set out to do? And do you liaise with uh, law enforcement authorities at any level as well? Yes, okay. So, so the special rates area is based on the SIDS, which was established in Cape Town, which were based on similar things elsewhere in the world, in, in London and elsewhere. So what it is that municipalities in the world are all running out of money. So they don't actually um, have enough money to, to put into specific areas. So that's why the, these SRAs or SIDS were, were, were established. So we, we were the first one in, 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 in this area, in Nelson Mandela Bay. And, and what it is, is that um, you have to get a 51% vote of owners of houses to actually set it up, uh, owners of properties. And then, and then there's a small percentage... Um, that then goes onto your rates, um, which averages between, in, in monetary terms between 70 and 110 rand a month for, for the 1,400 properties we've got here. Um, I think it's 1,427, anyway, 1,400 properties. And that, that, that money is ring-fenced by the municipality and, and is paid over to us. What that comes to is about um, 175,000 rand a month, um, less that, uh, on good months, last month, our um, rates, uh, we got 50,000 rand less because the municipality claimed to have um, not collected the rates or that people weren't paying the rates. So last month, we had 127,000 rand to work with. So out of that, we pay for a vehicle that does patrols day and night um, and responds to, it's not a, it, 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 it's, it's there to respond um, and help uh, residents um, it, it's not a, a rapid response vehicle. It, it, it can't replace security companies and security stuff, um, things like that. And then we have two cleaning teams that keep Richmond Hill clean um, 
and and work on special projects like cutting cutting grass, uh, cutting trees and stuff like that. So th- that's the function there. Sorry, it it, it 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 tops up on what the municipality isn't doing. It's not supposed to replace the municipality. Um, and then so we've got seven staff members. Um, the directors, I think, there's six directors at the moment are all purely voluntary. Um, we get absolutely no money for it. Um, and we just do it because we care about the, the town, the, 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 the suburb. Now, as I said, we are going to speak to Ward 5 Councillor Terry Stunder. It's her area. Yeah. And uh, we're going to uh, get her comment on various quotes of hers that have been carried in the media. Uh, there is one I'd like your comment on, if you, if you wouldn't mind. Um, mm. with, with the vagrancy and homelessness problem in the area, many petty crimes and allegedly even violent crimes, perpetrators have been traced to uh, Florence Matamela House, living in or around that. Any comment on that? We've had two raids on it. We, we, we're working with the police forum. Sorry, yes, you say, say as we work with, yes, we work very closely with sector police forum, uh, the Metro, uh, Metro and SAPS uh, come to our uh, quarterly meetings. Um, and then our security guys work very closely with them and Sharon, who runs our office, works very closely with them. So yes, we, 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 we do. Um, there's been two raids on, 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 on the place, which Terry actually participated in. Um, uh, yes, we, 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 it's been reported numerous times. Um, what, what we did do in Smith Street, there were two um, uh, uh, problem properties where um, a bunch of thieves were, were living, um, and they were responsible for all the hubcaps and car uh, badges and stuff, um, and, and other sort of petty crime in our area. We we, um, we organised a raid. We raided it. We we we, we um, it was all done legally. They, they were they were kicked out with the um, support of the property owner. And then um, the, the SRA helped the owner to pick it up so that people couldn't go back in. Um, she subsequently paid us back, so, so we all uh, uh, keen on that. Um, so, so that's what we've done. So there's two, two properties in Smith Street. And then in, in Campbell Street, there's a couple of properties that get raided quite regularly. But if, if you've got absentee owners who are sitting um, in, in, in Britain or America or Europe or wherever, um, and and... Um, the property here now in pounds and or dollars is not worth terribly much, and they're not terribly interested. Um, that's where the municipality has to come in with the um, legislation that's there, the regulations are there, and actually take over the properties, expropriate them, and do and, and sort them out. I'm going to leave it there. We're going to speak to uh, Councillor Terry Stunder in a few minutes from now. Yeah. But forthright opinions, very passionate about your area, and we appreciate you sharing those opinions with us on Behind the Herald Headlines today, Ed Richardson. Thank you, sir. We continue our chat about crime, a perceived crime in Richmond Hill, Kabecha. Ward 5 councillor Terry Stander, who herself has grabbed headlines numerous times for kicking off her heels to chase after alleged thieves, spoke to our reporters last week, but says that she was misquoted. Terry, thank you for your time. Let's clear it up. What's the crime situation like in Richmond Hill at the moment? You were quoted as saying crime has become extremely violent of late and not a single day went by where a home in the area was not broken into. What's the true state of affairs? Well, I was speaking broadly uh, in terms of the metro. So most of uh, what was written in the article was correct, but I was trying to give the journalist a broad idea of the crime situation in, in order to better understand Richmond Hill itself. But Richmond Hill itself has one of the lowest crime statistics in the Humewood precinct. So each area falls under a police station 
and Richmond Hill is one of those that has the lowest statistics. You'll find other places like Newton Park and Woolmer, etc., all have much higher uh, incidence at the, at the moment. We were speaking to Ed Richardson from the Richmond Hill SRA a few minutes ago, and the perception that crime has indeed spiked in the last three months in Richmond Hill, he says, is also incorrect. Your comment? Well, on that, I um, I believe that crime has spiked um, in general, but also there have been far more reports of uh, crime incidents taking place. And it can be from cell phones being stolen and people being held up at knife points and, how, yes, some house breakings, but not many in Richmond Hill. In fact, there's very few, if any. It's um, mainly, you know, people being opportunistic and trying to, you know, take what they can from people off the streets, especially students. A number of these incidents are not reported to SAPS, though. So while the statistics still look low, there is crime that is happening that's not being reported because of the perception that, well, what is the point? Now, a number of derelict buildings in the Richmond Hill vicinity have been listed as problematic, Florence Matamela House being one of those. Your thoughts? Yeah. Property owners are contributing to crime by neglecting their properties and allowing people like vagrants to hijack them and there's a difference between the homeless and the truly destitute and criminals and criminals hide among you know the the truly vulnerable and you'll find that at least 90% of those people on the streets are involved in crime and drug addicts etc. These derelict buildings become nests of people who use them as bases to conduct crime. And because no one looks after them, you know, the, the entry and exit points are easy and they know that they're not necessarily going to be traced to these areas. But with our focus on these problem buildings, there are now steps being taken us put a motion into council for all of the derelict buildings, specifically the crime hotspots. And in the motion, I've listed just over 30 addresses um, that are particularly problematic with regards to Florence Matumela is one of those um, addresses. And the Metro can act in terms of the municipal um, problem building bot law to the point where they can expropriate building um, and sell it all. We've heard that restaurants have left Richmond Hill, citing yes. the increase in levels of crime as a factor for their move. Have you heard that as well? Ed tells us that more restaurants, in fact, have moved in than have moved out. There are restaurants that have moved in, and that's excellent. Um, yes, crime was a factor for businesses, um, but one of the one of the main reasons is that with foot traffic decreasing, you'll find that um, general movements of people, there'll be a fashionable place. So at one point, Stanley Street was the it place, and now it seems to be Main Road in Walmart. Um, so crime did play a a role, but the, the crime in Richmond Hill is no worse 
than anywhere else uh, in in the metro. Um, I think it's important to know, yes, some uh, businesses have taken up the vacant uh, premises, which is which is excellent. And it, the, the thing that the community must do is take up space. So we need to stand our ground and look for one another and make sure that we don't give up so that these people who are trying to, um, you know, cause chaos in our communities don't don't win. You've got a big festival, the annual Alliance Francais Festival, coming up in Richmond Hill this coming weekend. Um, thoughts about visitors there being subjected to crime? What should they look out for? Is petty theft and petty crime likely to be a factor? Look, um, this is not the first year that the festival has taken place, and last year there were absolutely no crime incidents. Um, the security companies as well as SAPS and the Metro Police work together when there are events such as these, including the Metro uh, Safety and Security uh, Division. So there were no reported incidents last year, and everybody, it was packed. There were, you know, cars lining the streets all around the premises. So, yeah, um, I'm very excited about the event, and I do not foresee any challenges that are going to take place because security measures are beefed up um, quite drastically. How closely are you working with uh, community organizations like the SRA and the South African Police Service to combat the crime in Richmond Hill? Well, the SRA and I, we have a very good relationship and we work very well together. Um, we've ultimately all got the same goal, and that is to make sure our community is safe. With regards to SAPS and the Metro Police, etc., I, especially of late, um, have been working very closely with them, um, trying to get action against, you know, uh, issues like these problem buildings and the people that live in them um, because unless we deal with them, absolutely there's going to be an, an increase in crime. So we're working very well around that. All right, we're going to leave it there. I uh, understand there are a few phone calls you need to attend to. Thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today. Ward 5 Councillor Terry Stander. Thank you very much, Darren. Catching up now with the reporter who wrote the contentious story regarding crime in Richmond Hill, Nomazima Nkosi, Assistant Editor Investigations at Arena Holdings. That's the Herald and the Weekend Post. Nomazima, thanks for joining us. Your story's ruffled a few feathers. Hi, good afternoon, um, Darren, and good afternoon to your listeners. Yes, it has. Um, yes, it, it definitely has. If I could start by asking you to address the accusation of fake news. Ed Richardson from SRA suggested fake news is what it was all about, and he cited the fact that uh, crime in the Richmond Hill area was not on the rise. It had not spiked over the past three months. He also said that restaurants leaving the area had not cited crime as factors, as reasons for relocating. Your comments on that? I know you record all your conversations and your interviews. Um, Darren, I think um, let's start um, with the facts. Um we live in Nelson Mandela Bay, which has police stations that feature on the national top 34 murders in South Africa. Um, yes, 
um, Richmond Hill is not, or the humid precinct rather where Richmond Hill falls under, is not one of those, but we do live in Nelson Bay and no one is exempt from crime. Um, if you read the article, you will see who is referenced in the story. We have a restaurant simply um, moved uh, from Richmond Hill all the way to Cape Town, and they several times reference the increase in crime in Richmond Hill as one of the reasons why um, they relocated. And no one, they've said it multiple times, and no one refuted these claims, saying that um, it was fake news. Um, the restaurant owner that I spoke to, um, while he did say um, that it was for better economic opportunities in terms of being able to seat more people at his restaurant, he does reference the fact that crime um, had affected his patrons, um, having received numerous phone calls uh, with um, patrons uh, either cancelling bookings or calling and saying that they're not going to go back to Richmond Hill because either on their way to their cars, they were mugged or whatever other crime happened. And as you would know, um, this story is still being reported on. There was a murder that took place in Richmond Hill and we can't escape that fact. Um, Richmond Hill, unfortunately, is not exempt from crime that happens in Nelson Mandela Bay every single day. We spoke to Councillor Terry Stander as well, and she gave the impression that she might have been misquoted. She says some of the quotes that were attributed to her were about crime in the city in general rather than Richmond Hill itself, and that it might have been misconstrued. Uh, quotes include, crime has indeed spiked in the last three months and it's been violent crime. Every single day, people here are experiencing crime. She says she was talking about the city there rather than uh, Richmond Hill. And then she continues, every day people's homes are being broken into. Every single day something's happening, but we're not worse off than anywhere else in the metro. Do you recall your interview clearly with uh, the councillor? I do recall my interview with the councillor. And as for that, what I will say on that, I've not personally received a phone call from the councillor to tell me this or to say that she was misquoted or I did A, B, and C. What I do recall, we spoke on Richmond Hill, we spoke on Central, we spoke on our Ward 5 in general, which is her constituency. So I, I believe that the way in which the comments, the council's comments are reflected were fair. So what I will say is that I've not received an official complaint from the councillor herself in terms of being misquoted. The figures about crime increasing, Nomazima, uh, where did you get your figures from? And as you understand it, what is the situation as far as crime figures go if, on the official basis released by the police? As I stated earlier, that um, we have five police stations that feature in the top city in the country in terms of for murders. And as I've indicated that um, human police station itself does not feature in that top five. But if you read the article, you will note that I reflect what the ward councillor has said. I reflect what Ed Richardson has said, that in terms of the human precinct in itself, um, Richmond Hill um, is the lowest when it comes to those crime statistics. So all that information is there. So I'm not too sure where the term fake news comes from. Um, and I do take exception to that, but everyone is entitled to their own opinion because when you write an article, it's open for interpretation and people will consume it 
and reach different conclusions. So I'm not too sure where no one is out to get Richmond Hill. No one is out to get Richmond Hill. But we can't escape from the fact that we live in a violent city as reflected by the crime that took place during Women's Month where an innocent lady was killed. And we can't escape from the fact that her alleged killer was found near one of the problem buildings that have been listed, that have been highlight, that has been highlighted by the ward councillor herself in a motion that is to be tabled in council. Those are the facts. Going forward, is there going to be a follow-up story, a follow-up investigation? Where do you see this going? Um, it really depends on the SRA, the ward councillor, the city, what they can do um, together in terms of ensuring that um, the residents, businesses, and patrons of Richmond Hill remain safe because Richmond Hill is a beloved neighborhood of Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, it's home to some of the best restaurants in the city, and um, any closure of any business in in the city is um, is unfortunate because we know what um, our employment statistics look like. So, if there's any way to keep any business running. We need to make sure that those businesses continue to stay open. I mean, aside from the businesses um, that are quoted in the article, I have friends who live in Richmond Hill. I have friends whose parents um, and relatives own businesses in Richmond Hill who will tell you that they've been imploring their their relatives to move out of the city. Um, And unfortunately... um, we weren't able to link up in time before the article was published, but I managed to speak to another business owner from Richmond Hill. I'm not going to say the name because it's not featured in the article. He says he was held at gunpoint at his business and he's living in fear. And this is a business that is very close to number 344 Govan Avenue, which is again a building that has been highlighted to house, um, to house vagrants in Richmond Hill. And that's Florence Matamela House, correct? That is Florence Matamela House. And if you read if you read the story, you would have read the comments from the ANC itself that that noted that um, they've got a problem, um, that they would be serving the vagrants uh, with an eviction uh, later this week. I'm not sure if they've actually followed through with what they told us, but um, yes, this is this is public knowledge. Um, no one refuted that 344 uh, Gavin Beke is a problem building. It's listed on official municipal documents as being a problem building in the city. Now, Mazima, I can assure you I have read your article quite a few times, and uh, I think Ed Richardson and the councillor and many other people have as well. So I think as a journalist, you can feel pretty proud that it's been spread so far and wide. And, uh, yeah, it's never nice to be criticised, but at least you're being taken seriously. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Darren, for having me. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.